Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. What kind of gift is this that they're forcing you to have a party? Welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where we hang out on Coney Island and eat some hot dogs and beer. Doesn't that sound delicious? Um, it does, except I'm vegetarian. But I love I Coney could, Island. I could make you a fake hot dog. I mean, I love Coney Island. I haven't been there in a few summers, and I'm actually planning to go over the weekend because I miss it so much. I love the boardwalk. I love the I games. like it too. It's so fun. Can't believe they've I'm... never been there on the show. Well, they never left Manhattan, really. Yeah, no, they never did. Carrie says in 35 years, she's never been there. That's just blasphemous. That's weird, right? <laughs> it's very anyway, privileged. <laughs> I'm Amy Archer. I'm your host. I'm here with the amazing, the lovely Leslie DJ. Hi, Leslie. Hey, Amy. How's it going? It's going well, but um, I hear that you have a story to tell. I do, because it was the most random thing. So you know how a lot of these podcasts, you build these different communities and there are different listeners and they have different names. I'm not going like to say- Like Backdoor Friends, like my Backdoor, backdoor Friends. friends exactly. Yes. I'm not mm-hmm. going to say the group or anything because I oh, don't want to leave. Let's make this very clear that this did not happen in Backdoor Friends. This did not happen in Amy's group. This is okay. another group. Okay. But it's from you know this other like group of community of great people. And mm-hmm. sometimes you know you interact with them on Facebook. You end up kind of being Facebook friends- and yeah, I have a few people I consider my... I met you through one of those Exactly. Yes, so it's like yes. you end up getting close to people and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there was like this one girl who I used to speak to all the time. And like I borrowed her Discovery Plus account for like mm, over a that's year. Friendship. So that's, that's friendship. friendship right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So anyway, it's like over the weekend I was on vacation and I get a message around 6.50 something a.m. And I'm like, who the F is this? And I look and I see that it's that girl's boyfriend. And I'm like, oh, 
Okay, mind you, I've spoken to him in the fact of like him being in the background if we have like a Zoom hang and he does wave or whatever, but I've never had any one-on-ones with him at all. And he sends me a DM saying, hey, I've always wanted to fuck you. That was the starter. No. And I was like, wait. No, no. I was like, wait, what? So I just look at it and I'm like, Oh my god, his account was hacked. That was my immediate thought. Yeah, like, or he's on drugs, or he's coming off of. I'm a, like, this is insane. Binge. What is happening? And I'm like, did he break up again. with with the girlfriend? Like, mm-hmm. like what is happening? And then I get two more messages, and there are pictures of his dick. No, okay. First, I have to ask, what did the dick look like? <laughs> Very skinny and oh. long, so it wasn't that great in okay. my opinion. Okay. Girth is. No I one think. has ever sent me a dick pic, and I don't ever want someone to. And because and dicks are not dicks are not nice to look at. They are not. And so my other thought, again, saying, "Oh my god, he was hacked." Clearly, blah blah yes, blah. Yes, he's had a brain transplant. What's happening? But then one of the photos is of him fully nude, where his face is showing. So I'm like, no, it's this guy sending this. Oh my god. So I immediately took a screenshot, you know, and I blocked it because I was like, okay, do I tell my friend? Because a hundred percent. This is like her man. They live together. And then I'm like, maybe they broke up and maybe this will cause unnecessary drama. Let me look at her page. No. Two days prior, she had posted like some kind of lovey-dovey posts about them and them hanging out. So I'm like, this mm. is beyond disgusting. Mm-mm. So I stood there and I thought, I should probably tell her, that's why I did the screenshot, but here's the thing. There are specific laws about like revenge porn kind of thing. Yes. So yes. when you forward along, yes. you know, nude pictures, then you kind of become in tr- involved in like this kind yes. of sex thing. Yes. And I was like, okay, I don't want to do that, disseminate this anywhere, mm-hmm. but how do I prove to this girl that this happened to me? So I ended up reaching to um, a common friend of, of ours. And I was like, mm-hmm. look, this is the situation. What should I do? And they basically told me, like, you know, block him and just let it go. Ignore it. Because if you bring it up, chances are they're going to work it all out. And then you'll be on the outs. And I'm like, you know what? Mm. I don't talk to this girl as much anymore. So yeah. I just won't have a friendship with her. That's and true. If like if you ever... were close friends with her, that right. would be like like if it was my husband sending you a dick pic, I would hope you would tell me. No, I would tell you be like, Amy, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I hate this. But like, you know, just somebody you're casual friends with. Right. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. you know what? Unfriended her too and mm-hmm, just blocked mm-hmm. him. I'm like, I I want nothing to do with these people because I don't want to be pulled into a drama. Because I had a friend, a childhood friend who we were like ride or die and she stopped talking to me because her boyfriend hated me because I happened to know who was a childhood friend of the both of us, the guy that she cheated on him with. So I was just guilty by association. Yeah. yeah. I have not spoken to this person in seven years because she cut me out of her life and I did nothing wrong. Yeah. People, I mean, as we've learned from this episode, Miranda tends to do this. Yeah. People just cut people off sometimes for the stupidest reasons. Yeah. Is she still with that guy, the girl who cut you off for seven years? I have no idea. 
okay. You're not stalking her? No. Don't don't You're a better person than I am. (laughs) I don't care anymore because it hurts so much. And I tried Mm -hmm. for like a year and a half to try to make amends because I am the godmother of her child, by the way. Wow. Yeah. Like this is a childhood friend. Like we were really tight. She was like one of my best friends. Yeah. So it's so hurtful that I'm just like, I'm not dealing with it. You know, we mm-hmm. have pleasantries like, oh, happy birthday, happy birthday to the yeah. baby. This yeah. but that's about it. Yeah. I got you, girl. So that was Dick Gate, I guess. Dick Gate, yeah. yeah. It's not mm-hmm. fun. It was mm-hmm. not it was I felt assaulted i did i felt like there was an assault like a sexual assault kind of because i felt yeah, so kind violated of. yeah yeah and put in the worst position. i mean what is leslie what is the difference between that and somebody flashing you on the subway i don't think there's much there's of a no difference. difference no so like it is like an affront like <laughs> yes yeah it's ugh. okay um speaking of assaults and affronts have you watched the last resort <laughs> No, but I did see a clip of it because apparently Asuelu is kissing someone in the nether regions that's not his wife. And he got thrush on his tongue from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. uh, I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I have news for you. Amanda and I are going to cover it. This is breaking news. We literally <laughs> could not find anyone else who wanted to cover it. So we said, well, I guess we're going to do it. Oh, I wouldn't mind covering that if we you need are, a guest host. I just mean we are regular fan. We are regular fans of certain podcasts that cover 90 Day Fiance. And I'm going right. to give them a shout out right now. Reality Gaze, love them very much. Pink Shade, love them very much. Mm-hmm. Reality Cray Cray. Okay, we listen to those. Yes. They're not covering it. So yeah, there, there is to. a void in the trash world that needs to be filled. And when there's trash to be had, I step up. That's just what's happening. Well, if any of you ever need a third <laughs> voice of reason. I forgot I'm you here. follow the 90 day world as well. I always associate yeah. you with Bravo. Because you do I do, you do a both. lot of. Yeah, I do both. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a trash person. I have real life. <laughs> other than doing a phd and running an empire right <laughs> i mean i don't know how you find the goddamn time and being a mother to that that wild little joey yeah um okay so we'll be covering that the first episode aired we are recording that on friday it should be out for your ear holes friday afternoon hopefully nice leslie and i have two more weeks of this yes very excited very excited um what did you think of this episode? Now, this is, and just like that, season two, episode 10, it's called The Last Supper Part One Appetizer. What is your, like, overall feeling of this episode? I think I know, but tell me. This episode, you know, it was so entertaining and so good that I, when I saw the ending, I was like, no, wait, there should be, like, 20 more minutes of this. Like, what mm-hmm. is happening? For the first time, this episode did not feel super long i felt like every minute counted and i loved it and the i did like cringe a little with the idea of having to see che on stage again but you know we'll, we'll get to but that. it wasn't bad it wasn't it bad. wasn't bad um i have to say michael patrick king you're off the hook this week i yeah. actually liked it okay writers i right here for this episode i don't know if you've you listened to um i don't know if you're doing the yellow jackets rewatch with us but i went on a rant to amanda because i found out michael patrick king my arch nemesis was born in scranton pennsylvania (laughs) (laughs) arch nemesis like what are the odds of him being born in scranton pennsylvania it's so weird 
Anyway, anyway, um, I thought this episode was great. I cried. I laughed. So did I. I text you. We were going back and forth. And, you know, it's. Wow. Okay. So let's jump in, shall we? Yes. All right. Here we go. And just like that, season two, episode 10, The Last Supper, part one, appetizer, which, by the way, The Last Supper is a great idea. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a great I idea. Agree. Yep. Everybody's going to get together in that apartment. We're very happy. So we open with Carrie. She has never been to Coney Island. And we talked about this. She's lived. Okay. Okay. This is where I do have a little bit of a problem. Still still warming up to this version of Aiden. Aiden 3.0 or whatever we're on here. Yeah. Um, he makes an age joke about her and keeps making the age joke. Guys, yeah. pro tip. Pro tip. You can make an age joke once. Don't do it again. Right? Yeah. Right? I I mean, he's... They're the same age, supposedly. They're the so. same age. Thank you. So she and Aiden are there to see Steve, who's opening a new bar with Aiden's money. <laughs> I don't know why Aiden... <laughs> Aiden's like the best friend Steve ever found. Right? He yeah. just keeps throwing money at his business ventures. Bankrolling on his ventures. <laughs> So Aiden gets a call from Wyatt who wants Aiden to come home now. Dad, you need to come home. So Aiden like kind of slinks off to the side to deal with this. And Carrie and Steve, while he's gone, have a heart to heart. And he says, you know, he found this place because he used to come out here to clear his head when Miranda and I were going through our shit. I wish I could do an imitation of Steve's voice. I listened to this one podcast that does it and he does it perfectly. Oh, man. Um. He says he's a hot dog. Oh, I said hot dogs and beer. It's hot dogs and clams. He's a hot dogs and clams kind of person. Let's throw a beer in there too, though. Um, later, Carrie tells Miranda she and Aiden are going to see Che next weekend. And then she talks to Miranda about how she saw Steve. And Miranda says, are you touring my exes? Now, let me ask you a question, Leslie. You and I always talk about how we were divorced. Mm-hmm. Do you cut off your exes? Well, people like that, yes. You never want to see them again. (laughs) Never. No, 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 no. Here's the thing with my ex. I don't speak to him. But I I don't have anything bad to say about him either. Like, I hope hope he has a good life. Yeah. I I can't say the same about my ex. But, you know, whatever. (laughs) But your ex sounded slightly more egregious. Yeah, I was pretty pretty awful. Now, I've had ex-boyfriends who were way worse. Who, you know, basically like gaslit me and, you know, I don't yeah. talk to them. Yeah, you don't need to talk to people like yeah. that. No. But my yeah. ex-husband was the gaslighter. So mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't need that. Yeah. Um. So Carrie is cleaning up her old apartment. And now we have our answer. Lisette is going to live there. Yes. And the kitty is there too. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The cat. Now, did did you get the sense that Lisette was buying it or or renting it? I think Seema said you should be something like worshiping her forever for the price she got this. She kind of said something like that. So I don't know if she yeah, thought but it. Then she made a comment about how the closet was, her stuff was going to stay in the closet. So maybe she's subletting in? Yeah, which, why would you keep stuff in that closet? You saw her new apartment. Yeah, it's I'm pretty sure big. closet space. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. So um, Seema shows up. Like you said, she's calling Lisette the luckiest girl in the world for the price she got for this apartment. Seema tells Carrie about the I love yous. Now, this had happened earlier. I'm, I'm trying my best to keep these narratives straight. 
But Seema is banging some dude. And, well, it's that guy that she's involved with. The producer. Yeah, yeah the director of Kung Pao, whatever mm-hmm. movie is. Kung Pao or whatever. Yeah. Um, I forget his name. That's how memorable he is. And while they're having sex, she says, I love you. And he says, I love you, too. It's weird. Because we don't um, know this guy. Also, this happened with Samantha. She was on ecstasy after some partying and she went to see Richard and she was banging him and she said, I love you. And then she said it was the ecstasy talking, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. She was so ashamed. Mm -hmm. I remember Richard. Mm. Mm -hmm. We do see his penis actually in the is and it really his run? Yeah, it's yeah. really his. Oh, okay, he's right. Dexter's dad. It was creepy. Okay, all right. So she Seema's freaking out about this and said, you know, it's only been three weeks with this guy, but you know, I just felt things and I said it, and I threw away thirty years of smart dating. And Carrie tells her, if you feel love, run after it. And Seema says, love makes you do wild shit, like how cheap you got rid of this apartment. And then we see the kitty. And the kitty is everything we need. Yes. And I did listen to Writer's Room podcast for last episode. And they said they had to keep using different kitties. Because by the time they, they go back, the cat was grown. <laughs> so cute. So Carrie and Aiden, now we see them. They're going to Che's show. And Aiden doesn't want to sit in the front because some comic called him Country Lurch years ago. <laughs> And I have to admit, Timmy and I went to a comedy show when we were in Ontario, and I did not sit in the front. Yeah, those are not fun because they will, if if they do not have, like, solid material or if, like, the crowd is not vibing, they'll pick on someone Mm -hmm. so that Mm -hmm. they could, you know, make the crowd laugh. I don't know. Not a fan. It's, It's not safe. So she also tells him that she's going to keep a chair open for him at the dinner table at the Last Supper, just in case. So what are your predictions here? Do you think he's going to show up at the Last Supper? Well, I had no inkling that he would. I was thinking there's no way he's going to show up because he has this whole like never again thing. Mm -hmm. But then Mm -hmm. after kind of chatting with you, I was like, huh, maybe Mm -hmm. he, he might show up and that'd be a nice little surprise. I think he's going to show up. I think we saw it in the trailer. Hmm. Okay. You know, we do. We need to go back and watch that season trailer. Yeah, we do. Because there's only one episode left. One episode So, like, if, if we see in the trailer Aiden sitting at a dinner table, then we know. But you wasn't know it I mean? the dinner table with, like, Seema and the... Well, there was that one. one. But, like, mm-hmm. I know what that looks like. So, if I see okay. him sitting at a different table... I'll know. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Investigative work because we can't wait a week. No, we cannot. No. Even though we got screeners, you guys. We got screeners. We're so excited about it. <laughs> Dude, I got sister wives screeners. I can't even tell you. That's they need crazy. to put me in a safe and spin the dial and lock me in there because I'm bursting at the seams to talk about Cody. <laughs> and I wanted to ask you real quick did you see Beef on Netflix? No. Oh, you need to watch that show. You need to watch it. It's so good. It's with Stephen Yun from Walking Dead and the woman from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, yes. I love that movie. Allison. I forget her last name. Um, It's really, really good. It's really... it's So it's, it's scripted. 
it's scripted and it's okay. unlike anything I've ever seen. Okay. And it's half hour episodes and there's only 10 of them. And it starts with a road rage incident between the two of them. And then it explores how that kind of changes their lives. Okay. It's really good. Really good. I'll check it out. Yes. Okay. So now we're going to move on to Charlotte. Charlotte's at work. And Leslie, were you proud of me that I knew who Sam Smith was? Yes, I was. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where I pulled that from because I couldn't tell you one thing about Sam Smith, only that I recognized him and I knew it was him. Is that his pronoun? Does he go by him? They, them. Or is it they? They, them. Okay, sorry. So I knew that was them. I was like, Mm -hmm. Sam Smith, Sam Smith. I was very proud. I was very proud. Again, I know nothing about them. And also, I think they were wearing like big platforms as well, but looked gigantic next to the other actor beside them yes i didn't even know that they're non-binary like i know nothing about them i just literally i don't know if i've seen them i don't know i have 16 year old kids i probably picked up something by osmosis right well i follow i follow them on instagram and stuff so i've seen the whole journey of the slowly coming out as gay and then queer and then being like non-binary and so is it recent is that recent like last couple years yeah like maybe a year or so ago okay okay all right are they a musician? Yes. <laughs> I don't even know that. Seriously, a Grammy Award winning musician, singer-songwriter. Okay, wait. L- talk me through this. What song would I know by them? Um, wow. I, I think from the very first album, like that big single, and I can't remember it, but it was like a really it was a really nice ballad. So if you Google Sam Smith hit. Is it too good at goodbyes? Well, that's a later hit, but it was another one. There's Dancing with the Stranger. Mm-hmm. Stay with me. Stay with me. That would be the one that he would know. Okay, let me. I'm just going to play a. This one? I don't want you to leave. Will you hold yes. My hand? Oh, won't you stay with me? Yeah, I do know this. Okay. Yeah. I really like that song. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. See, we're learning. It's the learning channel. Yes. <laughs> okay. Did did they have any association with like America's Got Talent or no? They no. They didn't come out of any of those um, shows, right? No, just like a British artist. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So... Charlotte gets notified that Rock is calling with an emergency. Now, Charlotte's storyline was the most relatable thing on earth for me. It was so funny. I love when Charlotte gets to be a little goofy like this. I do, too. I do, too. Rock needs their notebook. Charlotte's like, this is not an emergency. She calls Harry. Harry says, oh, my God, I thought my father died. (laughs) (laughs) So this is me. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've dropped my children off at school. I'm driving the three miles home, walk in the door, and it's, can you bring me my MacBook? I forgot it. Can you bring me my book bag? I forgot it. Can you bring oh, me Lord. my lunch? I forgot it. It's it's nonstop. So Charlotte, later Charlotte and the girls are vegan brunching when Lily calls. And she has some nonsense as well. And Charlotte just, she's freaking out. She's like, I can't fucking deal with this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> And LTW, meanwhile, announces that in, Mariah, in Miranda's 
words. She's being Ken burned. I thought that was pretty funny. They're Ken Burnsing <laughs> you. Or did Carrie say that? That that's a total Carrie line. Yeah, probably Carrie yeah. said it. Carrie is like the I've noticed that Carrie's just the master of bad puns. Yeah, she's MPK. Yep, yep. So LTW also tells Carrie that she won a prize in the school raffle. And I'm like, how much was it to enter this fucking raffle? Like $10,000? She, is, like she is winning a dinner prepared for you and 16 of your friends by a Michelin star chef at your house. What kind of gift is this that they're forcing you to have a party? Yeah, that must have been like a 10K plus donation. Yeah, Like, I don't want 16 people in my house. No. This is not a gift. <laughs> like, I want to go to a closed restaurant and have that. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be nice. nice. Mm-hmm. So Carrie says, well, we can have like one last hurrah at my old apartment. How about that? And everybody's like, okay, sounds good. So Charlotte and LTW now come out and they're shopping. And LTW asks her to keep the PBS thing under wraps in case she can't do it. Because it's going to be a ton of work. And Charlotte's like, you got this girl. And Charlotte says, and this is so fucking cringy. Think of all the unsung black women stories you'll be able to tell. Uh, I mean, I know she means well, but I it's know like, she means come well, on. but mm-mm. and um, LTW says, "Well, guess what? I'm pregnant, and I don't know what's going to go on, and I don't know how this happened." And she starts to cry, and Charlotte is like, "Really, Charlotte is your cheerleader when you need one." Yeah, she's like, "You got this. You could do this. It's not a big deal." So later, we see Charlotte selling a painting. Uh, or she sold the big painting to Sam Smith and the people at work want to take her out because this yep. is the tradition. She goes out, she starts doing shots, she gets home, the family's like, where the fuck have you been? Everything's falling apart. And she's like, I was a person before you and I'm more than just your mom and more than just your wife. And she runs into a door, slams it and presumably throws herself on the bed and starts crying. <laughs> yes, but the <laughs> only person or the only creature allowed in was Richard Burton because Richard Burton goes to the door and it's like scratch, scratch. And she's like, oh, of course, come on in. But this is a thing like people just can't leave me alone either. It's like, I don't know what it is. And then we all sit around and cry when they go off to school and they don't need us anymore. So <laughs> I don't know what it is. Hey everyone, stay tuned. Little Miss Recap will be right back after these words. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. All right, now, should we move on to Anthony and Giuseppe? 
Yes. Mm. Mario Cantone. Mm. Hello. So Anthony and Giuseppe are banging and Giuseppe wants to top and Anthony's like, no, like I'm a bottom. I am a bottom, period. And oh, no, I'm sorry. No, he's, he's saying I'm not a bottom. He's saying yeah. I'm a top. You're you're the bottom. And Anthony says, you're nine inches. Like, no way. Not happening. Not happening. And Anthony tells Giuseppe, like, I've never bottomed. I'm not the woman. I thought this was a really interesting conversation. Yeah. Because this is something like you kind of still see in older generations. Like, even though, let's take, for example, like my in-laws, right? Like they're accepting, quote unquote, of gay lifestyles and queer right. lifestyles. But they still have that mentality that one of the men is, a, is the woman. Right. Like they're still applying that gender lens over it. And yep. I thought it was an interesting conversation to have. What did you think? I thought it was fascinating. And also the fact that he kind of points out the difference in generations because he's like, well, in my guys, my age, we don't do this. And it's like, you guys are more of like loosey goosey with your sexuality and that's great, but I'm old. Yeah. He says the roles are more defined for my generation. I think that this was a MPK. I got to give it to you. See now this, you can write, you know, you can write this shit. So, um, they see things differently. And Gus asks, like, why can't we just be two men getting fucked off and on? Like, why does one of us have to be a woman? And one of us doesn't have to be the woman. And Anthony says, gay, many gay marriages exist without penetration, including many straight marriages. <laughs> and Gus says, why are you afraid of more love? And Anthony says, do not poet me right now. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Okay, now... Anthony is summoned later to Carrie's for her to chat with him because Stanford asked Carrie to speak with Anthony. Now, you are the expert here on mm-hmm. the, the history. Why did they go this route and why would they not have Anthony receive this letter and stuff and have like a crying drunk breakdown and invite Carrie over to help him get through it and they talk about it? Is I it think- like pers- like is it within the the history of them that that he would go to Carrie with this? Yes. Stanford, Stanford would definitely go to Carrie because they always went to each other to talk about men. And okay. so they always gave each other the advice. So it would make sense that he would reach out to Carrie because that is his best friend. So okay, it, it was, was interesting to see that photo. I was like, oh, okay. I, I was thinking that they might, he might have wanted Carrie to be the one to break it to Anthony so that yeah. he didn't like flip out. I don't know. So, uh, I'm sorry, Stanford is staying in Japan, becoming a Shinto monk. He had a big, ugly fight with this TikTok star, found his way into a temple. He is renouncing all of his belongings, which you have to do when you uh, step into that life. And he's also sending legal papers, giving everything to Anthony, even the apartment. And Anthony says, he can let it all go. And I'm here sitting, holding on to things I'm still not even sure serve me. And I just wrote, like, you could tell the actors were really sad. Yeah, because it role. was like a way of saying goodbye to Stanford, you know, to Willie Garson. So, yeah. yeah, I think they were really sad about it. Now, we don't have much about Naya Wallace. I mean, she she sees she gets a baby shower invitation from Andre Rashad and his audacity. Mm. And there's a link to a registry, and she thinks that she's trolling them by buying them a super expensive gift. 
Yeah, like, Uh what is that? Don't send Mm -mm. any. No, but that's it. They don't know what to do with her. And it's really sad because that's it. Uh, Miranda at work. Miranda's boss, Raina, is back after her five-week maternity leave. She makes a joke about Wallace, her baby, being her new boss, which is a joke out of 1985. (laughs) Um, After the UN visit, Raina has to ditch, leaving Miranda uh, and Joy, this new character, Joy, to themselves. I I don't know who Joy is, what we're doing with this storyline, if Joy's going to become a thing. I don't know. Joy is a tall person yes they're like probably six foot three (laughs) very tall yes they chit chat and then miranda walks away now miranda decides that she's going to show up at Che's comedy night because naya had made a comment about not wanting to throw her exes away like miranda does and miranda was like really offended by that like you think i throw my exes away and naya kept saying no i admire this about you i should be that way too yes now, is that a thing from, like, I did watch the series. Let me just make it clear to everybody. I have watched the series multiple times, but I always defer to you because you have, like, studied the series. Yeah. Do we see a pattern of Miranda throwing away her exes? Well, Carrie does accuse her of doing of doing so, I think, at the end of season three or so. Mm-hmm. They have the big fight where she says that she threw away Steve. Because the moment that she finds a flaw with anyone, she's quick to cut them off. That was like their biggest argument they had on the show. And she's, and then Carrie ends up saying, you are so judgmental. Which, so, yeah. Mm, she is. Yeah, yeah. So, Che, so they go into the theater and Che gets up to do their comedy concert. And oh, ends Lord. up making fun of Miranda. And the jokes aren't great, but they're not as horrible as they've been in the past. Right, but before that, you get to see Che in their apartment looking back at their Netflix special. And I'm just like, oh, I don't want to relive this. Why are we seeing this? Yes, thank you. We did see that. And we also saw Che reliving a concert of, and and I do have a little section on Che later, but of when they were a woman. Yeah. And identified identified as a woman. woman. And um, it really rattles them. They're like... I'm sick of explaining who I am and I'm sick of it's it's really moving. Okay. So um Miranda gets up and she leaves, and I don't fucking blame her. And Che runs out after her. And Che says, um, this is what I do. Like I'm I'm a stand-up comic. I make jokes about my life. I make jokes about bad things that happen in my life. And Miranda says, where are all the jokes about what a fucking mess you were? (laughs) Exactly. I was like, yes. (laughs) So then um, Miranda later tries to back out of the Last Supper and Carrie really just fucking rips her one and is like, you're coming, dude. Like, you need to stop avoiding... Miranda thinks that Carrie's accusing her of avoiding Che, but Carrie's like, no, Steve, you know, your husband... It's like she doesn't even remember Steve. Yes, yes. And who could forget little David Eisenberg out there in his little Coney Island with his clams and his hot dogs? Yeah. I wish I could do it. So now we're going to move on to LTW. This was upsetting. Yeah. LTW is, it's the middle of the night and she's angry that he didn't get a, that Herbert didn't get a vasectomy when she had asked him to. And he explains that eight years ago when she had Gabby, she had a touch of postpartum depression and he and he's saying all the wrong things. He's like, I wasn't sure if it was the hormones or 
And she's just like, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. And he says he let it slide in the event that maybe someday in the future they might have another. Now, did they not have this conversation? I guess not. I guess the conversation was like, hey, you're getting a vasectomy after this baby is done. And he's like, yeah, okay, sure. And that was it. Well, let me tell you something. My husband had a vasectomy and I had to sign something that I was aware that he was getting it. Oh, because you're married, right? Yes. Yes. Which I thought was super weird. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Like, I get it, I guess. But I thought it was really weird. Um, but, like, you know, he was down and out for, like, a day or two. Like, this is something LTW would have noticed. Yeah. I, I mean, if he I've, had seen, I've seen, you know, like, comedic um, takes on that. And the guys are like, I've seen their balls and they're walking yeah. all funny. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're down. You know, it's surgery. It's not as involved as getting your tubes tied, which is why it's a better choice for a lot right. of couples. But it's still, you know, a surgery. So he says, look, we'll get through this. I'll help you. And she's like, you fucking barely helped me with the other ones. Like, what are you talking about? And then he says, should we be having the other discussion? Mm -hmm. And he says, it's totally up to you. You know, this is your decision. And she says she thought about it, but no, she can't do it. And she says um, she is aware that she has privilege in deciding whether or not she can get an abortion. And she says, you know, I just need to wrap my head around this, really. Like, I will. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I always do. And then she, we see her waking her bird up in the middle of the night. She says, something isn't right. I'm bleeding. He says, let's go to the ER. And she says, okay, but I think it's too late. And I was really sad. For her. Yeah, I felt. Bad. I kind of saw it coming, like I knew what was going to happen, mm -hmm. but it was still, it was just sad. It was really sad. I don't know why. I can't explain. Yeah, it just was. So, um, let's talk about Che real quick. Che's playing a shitty club club in Brooklyn, and their boss is there. And oh, this is when they're at the pet store. I'm sorry. And Che's saying that they're. They're playing a shitty club in Brooklyn and their boss is there and the boss is talking about seeing Che at the Tropicana and right. Che says that was a lifetime ago. Is the Tropicana in Vegas? No, it's in Atlantic City. There's Atlantic one City. in Atlantic City. Okay. Is that a Trump owned thing? I don't think so. Not anymore, at least. Mm, okay. It was the yeah. Taj Mahal that was his and that oh. doesn't exist. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> So then the doctor, this old dude, comes out and he misgenders Che. And Che's like, you know, it's fine. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm an old dog, you know, whatever. And Che's like, I just, I feel like I have to correct him every 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Like, when do I need to stop explaining myself to the world? And then we see, like we talked about earlier, Che watching old comedy videos of themselves. And one of them is from when they identified as female. So after the fight with Miranda that we talked about earlier, Toby comes out and they chat and they walk home together. Now, what are your thoughts on Toby? Toby is fangirling, I think, or, you know, like kind of being like a fan. Mm -hmm. um, but maybe that's what Che needs because I feel like Che now's ego is bruised completely because they were so narcissistic and insufferable last season where it's like <laughs> now they've had a case full of humble pie. 
And yeah. it's just like, but that sad on Miranda that she was talking about how mm-hmm. she dated this woman that was married and it was like four people in the relationship, her, the girlfriend, the husband and the son. And like, you know, like going on mm-hmm. and on about how she was confused about everything and every, and then my biggest confusion or question was, why was I with her? And it was like, it was just brutal. It was brutal. It was brutal. It wasn't like just poking fun like it was it was bad it was bad and not funny in no way it was just not funny it was better yeah but it wasn't funny let's just be clear che is still not a good comic no (laughs) so we're gonna end with the rest of carrie and aiden because that's kind of how the show ends so carrie and aiden are in their hotel room and carrie says i'll have the bedroom in the new place in our new place ready for us to go after the last supper and he's like say our place again and he did was he wearing tidy whities what was he wearing at this point no i don't think so because i would have noticed i think he was just wearing <laughs> regular noticed clothes <laughs> maybe, maybe like, like a, a pajama t-shirt pant. or something yeah, yeah. Like a pajama pant okay so <laughs> aiden brings up how Carrie told Che. Okay, so he goes like this. He's like, remember the other day when you told Che that you had made a mistake? Well, I made mistakes too in our relationship. And one of them was that I was so determined to like lock it down. But now I know locking it down doesn't mean jack shit. Like, look at me and Kathy. I locked it down, but you know, it didn't mean anything. And Carrie says, well, yeah, but you have your boys. And he's like, yeah, I did. And he said, you know, when I couldn't get you to sign a marriage license, I forced you to sign the lease to do that apartment next door and I couldn't make that work. And he says, I never wanted to go back in that apartment because I was afraid I would get mad at you all over again. And that was a mistake too. Dun, dun, dun. Which yeah. leads me to believe he'll be at the next dinner. So Kathy calls, it's late. Wyatt broke his collarbone driving Aiden's truck into a tree. Yeah. And he's only 14. Carrie is immediately like, what is he doing driving your truck? This is Kathy's week. How is he like, Carrie, you need to shut the fuck up about this. Yeah. Because this is not what we need to be doing right now. Okay. Signed one parent to a non-parent. Don't just, you know, this happened and let me take care of it. Don't be assigning blame right away. Yeah, just get him a flight out of there. Yeah, yep. So, and Aiden doesn't get upset that she says any of that. Like, they don't make a thing about it. So, Aiden later calls Carrie from the hospital. Why? And he's he's in his car. And Wyatt's leg is broken in two places. He had a fight with his mother. He had a couple beers. He hit a tree and he totaled his truck. And Aiden is sobbing. Yeah. And he's saying, I should have been there, Carrie. I should have been there. He wanted to sleep at my house. I should have been there. And Carrie says... It's okay, Aiden. Breaks heel. Breaks heel. He will be okay. And she says, and just like that, for the first time, I was worried. Oh, I get chills even thinking about that scene. Yeah, that okay, was really let's, good. Let's hash this out. Let's hash this out. What's going to happen? And that, and actually that, and just like that, finally fit perfectly. It finally fit. It was Thank the right you. tone, the yes. right context. It yes. made perfectly good sense yes yes because last week's it was kind of like and i love never looked back but yeah this episode we're seeing her in the apartment and she's gonna do a dinner there Mm -mm. like what's what's happening 
So I immediately was messaging you saying like, I knew it. I knew it. Aiden's going to bail. This is going to make him bail. He's going to bail. And because I don't want Carrie to move to Virginia. And I started like spiraling. (laughs) You were spiraling. And I was, I felt the opposite. I was like, chill out because here's (laughs) what I think is going to happen. I think that they're going to get over this and it's going to prove like that they really can do this. But I, you know what, Leslie, I'm going to be honest with you. I have such terrible instincts about this stuff. You're probably right. (laughs) (laughs) Carrie's probably fucking moving. Although, would you leave that apartment? No. No. Especially the second one that is like, oh my God, if I could afford that, I would never leave. That's what I'm talking about. Like, um, MPK saying on the Writer's Room podcast, like when you have two floors in New York, you've made it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you have a staircase in New York, you're you're on your way. Um, I don't know what's gonna happen, but I let me ask you this. I feel like this is being written like a series finale. That's the feel that I got. Yes. Which also happened in season one, which is why when season two started, they had to undo everything. Yes. But they have not announced a season three yet. Not yet. And I we just still don't... have one week to know because last time they announced it the week that the finale was airing. So maybe, you know, last year okay. or so. We'll see. I can't see I can't see um HBO not doing it. Mm-hmm. Cause it's one of their biggest titles. Right. But I also can't see Michael Patrick King like bowing out gracefully. No, he's, I think he's, he's not gonna know when to wrap out. this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think maybe there could be a season three, but they are definitely writing it like it's over. Like everybody's kind of wrapping up. Um, so I think, I think they're going to work it out. We still didn't see the Samantha cameo. No, that's um, next week's episode. So she's on for two minutes in the finale. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, basically. And she's just going to be on a screen on FaceTime during the dinner. I'm assuming. Maybe. Kind of like um, Michael from Angela and Michael. Michael's attending the therapy session in The Last Resort on an iPad. <laughs> he's upgraded from Angela's phone. Now he's on Angela's iPad. So there's oh that. Lord. Um, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting, guys. I mean, give us some feedback. Like, let us know what you guys think. Do you think Carrie and Aiden are finally, you know, going to have their happily ever after? Is like Leslie thinks is Aiden going to bail? Like this is his turn to to kind of, and yeah. we did talk about that a few episodes ago. If you remember, I was saying like I really thought Aiden was going to be like, this just isn't going to work, right? So if that does happen, I won't be surprised. But I don't, you can't trust these writers. I'm telling you, like I literally think they just throw shit at a wall and see what sticks. So, and also like what happened with Brady and um, Lily? Like I want to, well, I don't know. Maybe Lily's pregnant now. Get ready to pop that kid out. Oh, Season Christ. three opens with Lily popping the kid out. And it's like a little redhead <laughs> uh, Chinese Jew. Is that what uh, yeah. Charlotte was calling her? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. It's madness. Anything could happen at any moment here. So I yeah. don't I don't know. Seema gonna marry this guy next episode? Because here's an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. There's not gonna be a time jump next episode. No, they're already because... planning the dinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless they do like a one year later at the end. Maybe. Mm. What if they do a one year later and Aiden and Carrie have a baby? Hmm. How would she have a baby? 
we're pro TW. Answer me this. Would you put it past the writers? <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. I would see them trying to make her parent the, the three kids and her wrestling with not being able to write about them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, this fucking Wyatt. I want to write a tell-all novel about this asshole. And I can't say yeah. anything. So I'm just going to call him, like, Brian and write all about him. There we go. All right, guys, if you haven't already, check out our Facebook group, Backdoor Friends. We have a lot of fun in there. We post weekly about what we're all watching. We get some good recommendations in there. We also talk shit about these shows in there and, you know, just kind of say whatever we want. Um, So, again, if you're not in there, it's in the show notes. And also, we will be starting Sister Wives in a few days once you hear this. So that's exciting. And The Last Resort is also going to be dropping. Fun. All right, guys. Uh, Leslie, tell everyone where they can follow you. Um, so you can follow me at Sinister Girls. I'm sure that'll be at the show notes. You guys know I do music interviews and sometimes they perform. So just check it out because we have a few guests lined up. I'm slowly You're really getting underselling this. You get like really big guests. You're really underselling this. Well, I'm just trying to keep my head afloat because I'm working on my PhD and it's so stressful mm, that it's hard girl. to schedule these interviews and edit them and do everything. Mm-hmm. But we're working on it because as soon as I get the little three week break, it's all just banking these episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So check, check Leslie out, Sinister Girls. Follow her on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at Little Miss Recap. And if you want to join Patreon or Supercast, the links are in the show notes as well. All the Sister Wives episodes will be on there after the first one. Last Resort is going to be a sampling for everybody. We're all going to get that free because we need to fill that trash void like we talked about. So that will be on the free feed for everybody. All right. Thank you, Leslie. I'll see you soon. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.